He's, Jesus is fixing to leave. Y'all want y'all to understand? He's fixing. Jesus is fixing to come and do what he come to do. To die on a cross for our sins that we might live and have eternal life. He's coming to do that. But I want you to understand this morning, and he's telling them that just because he's up there in the heaven right now with the Father, uh, God down here too. He didn't leave us comfort. And, and we wonder, and there's a lot of things here, and he, he says another here. Uh, Gunner, could you come around just a minute? Where's Gunner at? You see that back there? Come here, Gunner. I want to give you something. See if you like it. I think you will, probably. Boy, you got that sharp haircut. I like that, don't y'all? Just come right up here. Everybody got it all slicked back. Must be looking for a girl. Now, what is that? You like it? You want another one? What's that? That ain't no dollar bill. What is it? It's a dollar, ain't it? But it's in four quarters, ain't it? It's another one, ain't it? Just like it ain't like that one, but it's another one, isn't it? Take them back there and spend them in. That's all I need for you. Go on, honey. Thank you. You've done a good job. Now, what I'm going to get you to understand here, that dollar, I give him another dollar. It was in quarters. Now, Jesus said it's expedient that I leave, because if I leave, it also says in that same scripture, if you read it, the greater works will do, that he did it because he lays go to the Father. And the reason why, just like that dollar bill there. Now, I know when my kids will smile, I don't think it happened no more, they might. Uh, we go to a restaurant and eat with very, not very many times, we couldn't afford it back in my days. But we'd go, and, but they always have those little bubble gum machines up there. You remember that? Yeah. There used to be a dime. Well, I didn't have a dime now. My, when we go out with my grandkids, it went up to a quarter. And sometimes they, course, they would get it. I'd make sure they got it. And they always wanted some bubble gum after to go through eating. Now, I, if I had a dollar bill, it couldn't do them no good. But it was still a dollar. But if I give him four quarters, it would have done him some good. It was still a dollar. It's just another dollar in a different way. See, that's the way the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus comes, says there's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. And there is one. Don't, I can't figure it out, but there is one person. There's three of them, but one of them. God the Father sent God the Son to us. God the Son is willing to come. God, and God the Son, Jesus Christ, he come. That's what he's, he's telling his disciples here and telling us to get ready to give them this word here that when I leave, I said, I want to leave someone with you, another one. Another mean just like him. You see me, he's just like Jesus. No, he's God, though. He's God the Holy Spirit. And the reason why we need this another one here is because, brothers, in the world we live in, we need something like that, don't we? We try to depend on ourselves so much in the flesh and to try to go through hard times without the Holy Spirit of God. You say, well, he's, I can't feel him. Well, you can if you believe in him. You know, that's the reason why the people, did, that's the reason why the people don't get saved today. If they, because they don't believe that Jesus Christ come and died on the cross for them. I mean, you've got to believe that of all of your heart. You've got to ask him. Well, that's in a Christian, that's the reason why today sometimes we, we don't get such comfort. And they're getting, they're getting such trouble, can't go through storms because we think Jesus is gone and he don't hear us. He's always hurt us. He hurt us even before we left. He sent another one. You know what the Bible says? There's another one down here. And see, I want you to understand something. This Holy Spirit we're talking about, the Holy Ghost, he calls them places. He can only be in this church. He's with Brother Ricky's church. It's in this church up on the hill. He's everywhere. That's the reason why. He can, and also he abides in us. But you've got to believe now what the Holy Spirit do. What did he do? What did he come here? And he says, expedient. I leave. When I leave, man, you're going to get something better than me. Can it be something better than Jesus? Equal. Equal. Exactly. Equal. 
are equal to the same. Jesus had a job to do. Now, I didn't read to that part, but he was, he's getting down ready for the part he's fixing, getting ready to go do. He's getting ready to go to the cross. Can you imagine the Son of God being right there? And they all attached to him. And I mean, they were looking for it. They seen the miracles he'd done. They see everything he could do, and all of a sudden, he goes to the cross. And they kill him. But see, he allowed that. Jesus did. Go see, that's what he come to do. He didn't really come to heal the blind. He didn't, he didn't come to make the cripple to walk. He did. I just Because he's God. He's a loving God. But he come just to die on the cross to pay for our sins. But he's about to read what he said here. He said, I need to leave. So when I send him, I mean, I'm gone. Then I mean, you've got opportunity to get saved. And you can receive the Holy Spirit inside of you. Then you can have the power and authority to put the devil in his place. And if it's ever a time we need this now, isn't it? I mean, how many times have you been in storms when you try to do it yourself? You can't do it. Oh, you'll go through. Oh, you'll, I take it back. You can do it. But it takes a toll on you, don't it? I mean, it just brings you, just pulls you down. You get so depressed, no press, and I tell you what, you know what that is? That ain't only the flesh doing that, but it's also the devil. The devil wants you to think that Jesus is gone. He paid for his sins, but it's no one down there. God is still down here. God the Son's not, but God the Holy Ghost is. He's just like the Lord Jesus Christ. He's God. He's just got a different work to do. And his work is now to empower the church. And we are the church. If we don't allow him, but I tell you right now, you can't sing too many songs about him. Oh, you can go through the motion like you did this morning. I ain't talking about you, but I'm telling you right now, I'd hate Jesus to be sitting up there to look that much. And boy, they just, somebody wouldn't even move in your mouth. I watched you. You say, I didn't know the song. We well, got a book. I mean, you know the reason why you didn't move your mouth? Because the Holy Spirit wasn't there helping you. I hold it. See, I know I was going to preach this way. I really like it. I'm, a, I'm just getting started. I'm telling you, this is where they're going to be good right here. See, the Bible says in Ephesians 4.30. Now, we're talking about God here. We're talking about, it says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed with the redemption. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. Can you, what does grieve mean? Make him sad? So can you make God sad? I'm talking about God standing here right now. We're talking about God, the Father, God, the Son. They see it too. They seen you back there when you wasn't singing. Jesus did. Yeah. Holy Ghost seen you. But the Holy Ghost done heard what it was he can do. He's going to glorify not himself, but glorify the Lord. Yeah. And glorify the Father. That's where he, what he's done there for. But we, as Christians, we, do, we can grieve him. Just like, oh, I'm telling you, it's a feeling. If you're hearing your life, won't you listen to this now? See, if, you, if, you, you get, if a Christian can grieve the Holy Spirit of God or quench the Spirit, the Bible says, first thing, it'll be 518, says, quench not the Spirit. If you can do that, and you can, you have to, you're saying no to God. And you say, well, you may, I'm talking about we, the difference between the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Jesus came down here in the flesh for a reason, so he could die. That's the only reason. He had to come to be just like us so he could die on the cross for our sins. Because if he'd come the other way, he couldn't have died. I mean, you couldn't have killed him. He had, he had the glorified body. He'd come, and, there, and then now he's got the glorified body. So the Holy Spirit is down here right now. You can't see him, but every time, that, every time he comes to speak to you, and if he never speaks to you, you better get saved. I'm telling you right now, the Holy Spirit talks to you sometimes. He talks to you hard. He talks through the Word of God. That's how we know about the Word of God here. That, I mean, He explains it to you. God, you know, truth, that's what the Bible said. See, that's what Jesus was telling His disciples. He said, you're going to get something that's better really than me. Because I can be a Peter next week. I can be a Paul, a Paul or uh, next year, two years ago, and you're dead and gone. I'm still here. 
He's always going to be here until the Lord comes back. Then it'll be a different work. We ain't going to get on that today. But I'm telling you right now, He's here. And you can, you can say no to Him. You can quench it. Don't wouldn't you hate to make the Holy Spirit of God man? Oh, I would. Because what you're doing, you're making God the Father mad and God the Son mad. You're making Jesus mad because there is one. And see, you should, we shouldn't do it. And every time that you quench the Spirit, every time that God speaks to your heart, I ain't talking about testifying. I'm talking about just get a little smile on your face. I'm talking about when you go out on the outside of the church, you quench, you may have the Spirit on the inside, but on the outside is where we need it. See, when we go on the outside and have a smile on our face, it'd be all powerful. Say, we shouldn't go around defeating the church, it'd be, have victory. That's what, that's what the Bible says in John 16th chapter. He says, in this world, you should have for tribulations. But he said, don't worry about it. I'm going to paraphrase it. Don't worry about it. He said, I've overcome the world. So has the church, can the church overcome the world? Sure they can. Say yes. I just want to say if y'all still alive. <laughs> I'm telling you what, sometimes these Baptists are pretty hard to get going. You ever get them going, you can't stop them. But just, you know, that's like, a, like an old mule one time. We used to ride horses all the time. I had an old mule. And, uh, and them things are hard to break. We broke that thing. But like stubborn and bold. I'll tell you, you couldn't make them do nothing. You couldn't make them go. But uh, if you ever get them going... Can't stop them either. I mean, you can pull them back, turn their head, put them around. They'll keep on running because they're stubborn. That's the way Baptists are. They're stubborn. They can't hardly get them going. Once you get them going, they don't stop. Now, here, you know, Sunday full life, they couldn't stop them, could you, Brother Richie? I mean, we didn't even have no preaching because the Lord come in. Nobody didn't quench the Spirit to come in. See, so we need services where the Holy Spirit of God works in there. We're too big excited to come back. Why would you want to come back to the same old thing every time for? God different. He works through different people every time. Uh, he worked through uh, the, the brother there, Brother Richie. Uh, he, worked through, he worked through all of us. He worked through Gunner. He said, what Gunner do? He got $2. He done pretty good, didn't he? I'm doing it right now. He can get him some bubble gum after a while. Plus, he's got a dollar to do what he wants to with. See, the Holy Spirit is here to help and to encourage. I know this little Ola lost your husband. All that, and all different ones lost loved ones here. He's a comforter. He's the only one that can comfort you in times like that. I mean, it's good when I go to a casket, and I've been to many of them. I'm sure y'all have. I know Rick has. It's not much you can say. All you can say is, especially if they're Christian, the only comfort I can give them is they're in a better place. But I've been to a few of them. They didn't know what it's at, and I didn't either. You really couldn't say nothing. Amen. Just a God to trust God. Because ever how it lays, when you, it's sort of like when a tree falls where it lays. In other words, if you die lost, you're lost. If you die saved, you're saved. We'll get into that in a few minutes. i got a little scripture on that too here just in a few seconds. But I think right now, what the church is wanting the church to see, he's wanting these lost people to see that the Holy Spirit is alive in people that God is very much alive. You say, well, I'm, oh, I feel bad. I've been up all night. No, that's not God's fault. I know when I was young, my kids, they were young, 16, 18. And, uh, boy, it's hard to get them to come to church. And, uh, they, and Well, as long as at home, they'd come. We'd have to drag them out sometime. Sometimes they'd sit back there about half asleep. And, and of course, I wasn't preaching. Sometimes it was, but they should have been throwing a book at them. Something. They, they need to wake up. I'm telling you right now, man, it's a serious. Don't y'all think we're in serious times? What do y'all think about how the world's going right now? 
I tell you, you know, when they, we're talking about the election in Pennsylvania, what they voted in up there, I'm telling you right, it shows you where the United States is going. Whether they're going down the drain or Jesus is coming back. Either one is going, I'm going to be ready. Are you? You know how I'm going to get through all that? If we get through hard times, the Holy Ghost is going to be with me. If I get hungry, he's going to be with me. If I need something, he's going to give it to me. Not what I want, but my needs. He always has, always will. See, that's the kind of God that we serve. And we still serve him today. He's still in us today. He's still here today. Ain't that what he said there? Didn't he say another? I just like getting a piece of uh, pecan pie. I mean, Steve would need some more. And he loved pecan pie. He said, bring me a piece. And she did. And I said, I'll take one too. We eat that. And she, she said, do you want another one? Ain't that what she said? You asked, you want another one? He said, well, I can. I'm too full. I like to get full of the Holy Ghost, don't y'all? Ain't that what the Bible says on Ephesians? It says, be filled with the what? Spirit. Not wine, but what? Spirit. I mean, if you feel like it, what's that, what's that do? Does that, does that help you? Of course it does. It makes you feel good. It makes you get alive again. It makes you happy again. Do you know the Holy Ghost can make pain go away? Well, you mean, I, I'm talking about when you're aching like I've been hurt all morning. I don't feel nothing right now. But you know, sometimes when, when you get into the Spirit of the Lord, I don't mean He's going to make you, oh, He can heal because He's God. He has healed people. I've seen it. He's healed me. He's healed my toothache before. Took it away because I had to preach. I mean, he's done a lot of things, but I don't mean he's going to heal everybody because sometimes healing is going to see him. I mean, we've we, we got some of her right here right now. I mean, they're in perfect harmony where they are right now. But, but he can do all things because he's God. And we need to realize that. Did you know what sometimes when we take the Lord's Supper, and you know, and you're talking about the, the wine and the bread. You know, Lord, I believe Corinthians is talking about some of them take it, and they take it unworthy, you might say, and some of them sleep. And, you know, I, I thought about that a lot of times, and I really don't think that's really talking to lost, about lost people there. That's talking about people who don't really believe it. Because he said by, in Isaiah, by his stripes, we are healed. I mean, see, we got to get the Holy Spirit inside of us and start letting it teach us what the Word of God really means inside of us to lift us up when we get a little excited about it. I mean, I, I mean, watch Kentucky ball games. Is that all? Rest y'all Louisville in here. Lord <laughs> mercy. I'm telling you. Ricky's got your spoiler. He must be, is Ricky a Louisville fan? I don't think he's no fan at all, is he? That's probably the reason why. But you know, if you get excited at a ball game, when you're ahead, you can jump up and down. But when they're behind, what do you do? Sits like you're sitting today? I got news for you. Jesus Christ has never been behind. The Holy Spirit has never been behind. What it is, we just don't believe and understand what he's got for us. See, I've seen, I've seen a ball game where in the first half, they'd be all the way under and out. But in the second half, they'd come up and get excited. See, sometimes you might be sitting there, he, the Holy Spirit's getting ready to work in your life like you never had to work before to get you going, get you excited, get you strong. Because we, we need to be strong, don't we? Don't the church need to be strong? And the strong and the church is strong. Why? Because he said he sent another one. And I'm going to give you another one just like me. And you go to Isaiah, talking about it'll be the Isaiah, I think, 63rd chapter. It prophesied about the Holy Spirit. It's, I mean, it's all, it's all through that word there. How do I know that? Because it told me to. You can read it. Don't y'all don't y'all believe that this morning? Amen. How, how many how many really want, want to be like that? Right. Or had you rather really be on the losing side? 
I'm saying, no, sir. Okay, let, if you don't want to be on the loser side, I don't even want to go one more place here. See, I don't preach very long. I get my point across. I hope you got it across. I ain't through yet. Because if you ain't got it across, I feel sorry for you. Because I tell you what, the world's going to get worse. And I, I don't mean to bring no downers around. I just, what Bible? But, you know, I don't care how bad it gets. I, I belong to him. I got somebody that's going to help me. I don't care where I'm at. I don't care what I do. I mean, I'm, he's going to be with me. I'm going to have a good time in the Lord. We need to have a good time sometimes. We don't need to stay down and out all the time. We need to smile and have a good time in the Lord. And we not only do that, don't we even have that time like that. It's with the Holy Spirit coming inside of you to say, well, I don't understand that. Won't you talk to him? The Holy Spirit's a person. too. you just can't see him. He's a spirit. But he's a person. He's, he's part of the Godhead, third person. It's like you're talking to a ghost. Some places in the Bible call him the Holy Ghost. But I tell you what, he, what, reading why he's like that, he can hear me. He can hear you back there. He can hear you in your heart, too. Because he's God. So don't never, ever think that you're left here without something to comfort you. Because Jesus said, I've got to leave. I come to do the work. I paid the price so you could go to heaven. I, the blood I shed on Calvary, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to die there so you can have salvation and live for eternal in heaven. But he said, until you get to heaven, I'm going to leave somebody back there with you. That's going to help you. That's going to build you up. And brother, if it's every time you say, well, what about the word of God? Let me tell you something. Who do you think wrote this? The Holy Spirit inspired every one of these writers here. Every one of them. This is the Holy Spirit of God. In the very beginning, the Bible was in the very, all three of them was in the very beginning, in the Genesis. In the very beginning, all three of them, you see all three of them there. You see the word, see God, the Father, see the Spirit there. All three of them in the beginning, they've always been around. I mean, I want you to understand, we're talking about God this morning. We should never, ever, ever, ever get so down and out. And I know we can, because I've been there. But I'm telling you this morning, when you get so down and out, just say, Lord, I really need your help. Holy Spirit of God, please help me. Give me some energy. I need some energy. I'm telling you right now, do you ever need energy? I'm telling you right now, the devil, he tries to wire you out and run you down and run you everything else, but the Holy Spirit don't do that. He helps you. But I got one more place I'm going to go to. And I'm going to end this. Now, this has been talked about a lot here. We're going to go to Matthew. You don't have to turn it. You can if you want to. Matthew 21. Or 13 right now. I'm sorry, 13. 1331. This is what it says. And this is talking about the Holy Spirit of God. Too. This is Jesus speaking. It says, Wherefore, I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto man, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto man. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Now, there's a difference between blasphemy and grieve and quench a big difference you, a Christian a Christian can quench the spirit a Christian can grieve the spirit Christians can say no to the spirit but you can't blaspheme if you're a Christian if you're a Christian 
Blaspheme means when you're lost. One way of putting it. And he comes to you right now like he's right now he's talking to people right now. I know he is. He's knocking on your heart like he did me many, many times. And I know that I was lost. And I know that I was going to go to hell. Why did I know that? Because it's what the Bible says. Preachers preach it to me. I knew that. And I believed it. But I really didn't do nothing about it until he got a hold of me. And you come up and you convict me. So that's what the Bible said he come to do. He come to what? To convict, to reprove, to convict. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He comes to convict. He don't condemn. He convicts. He convicts you so you can make things right. You know, one time I got in trouble. That had been years ago. I was about 16. I got convicted for several things. I, mean, I didn't kill nobody or steal nothing, but besides that, a lot of things. And boy, I mean, I got convicted. I thought, Scared to death. I thought I was a goner. I didn't know they'd put people in jail at 16. Well, they did me for a minute, but and I, but they didn't. It wasn't for the judge. And all he done, he just gave me a little fine. And I had a lot of help on the outside, too. My dad, you know, the judge and all that thing. I was sick. I didn't like they were nothing bad. Just brought it up, drinking, stuff like that. But I was convicted. But they didn't c- condemn me to death. See, the Holy Spirit ain't going to condemn you to death. He's just going to convict you because he don't want you to die lost. See, they want me to see that I've done wrong. And I need to do something about it. The Holy Spirit convicts you this morning. If you're lost, because he don't want no one going to hell. He convicts you because he loves you. And he's telling you there's no way that you can get to heaven except you come to the cross. Except you come to Jesus and ask him to forgive you of his sins. And, you know, the Bible says he will. He definitely will. After you forgive you of your sins, come to him and believe he died on the cross, rose the third day, running out beside the Father, making the intercession for you and I. The Holy Spirit running there. I tell you what, the day that when you believe and ask in him and believe all your heart, the Holy Spirit makes it real to you. See, that's God. He comes living. The Bible says, I just read to you in Ephesians, that he seals you until what? The day of redemption. He seals you today. You know what? My, my, my spirits have sealed. I mean, my flesh sometimes it gets out. It's like Brother, he's talking this morning, Brother, sometimes I do things I shouldn't do. You know, maybe I hit a finger or something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't do that much no more. I don't cuss much no more. And uh, like I used to, you know, back when you first got started, if I hit my finger, you'd, you'd hear me fly. But I, you know, I got my, Lord hit me with all that kind of stuff like that. But you know, it's any little thing. The Bible says, you know, no, he no do good, don't do it to sin. So, you know, we, we're living in a sinful world, and we got this sinful flesh, and it's always going to come up in us. I don't care who you are, you're gonna, it's always going to come back. But, you know, the Holy Spirit, he's right there, right there to help you with that. He convicts you and tells you why, because he don't want you to do it again. Because you know what sin does? Wait to sin is death. I mean, sin, you know, if I kept on drinking like I was drinking, I'd probably have been in a graveyard by now. I got killed in a car wreck or eat up of whatever. And I know a lot, I had a lot of friends that happened to Some of them got shot, some of them got killed in car wrecks because uh, they was in, into the booze and stuff. I'm just glad I got saved got out before I did. And see, I just, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what the Holy Spirit convicts. He convicts you because he don't want you to be like that. He don't want you to spend eternity in hell because if you die lost, that's it. That's what blasphemy You're saying no to him. You're saying no to, when you say no to the Holy Spirit, you're saying no to Jesus. And you're saying no to God the Father. That's like the mailman. I, I, I'll give you an example. 
My, you know, we got a mailman. I tell you, I live on the worst street in Glasgow as far as getting mail. Sometimes we don't even, one week we didn't get it when it snowed. They afraid to walk in the snow, I reckon. Ours come anywhere from, sometimes they come at 3 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night. Last night, I don't know what time it come, but Thursday morning. I don't work. I ask them one day, what's going on? We can't get nobody to do nothing to work. And I, I don't understand that. But, but you know, uh, I don't, the mailman got a boss up above. That's the one we got to talk to. He sends him. So, you know, you know what I'm talking about? The one up above should take care of that. I tell you right now, we've got one above to take care of us. I tell you right now. And if you're here and you're lost today, I'm asking you, do not leave me. I give you, I, I got, I got all kinds of scriptures here I could go to. I mean, all kinds of them. Don't, don't do, don't let it go like that. And you here today, and you don't know. When's the last time the Spirit of the Lord asked you? That's sort of like remember Jesus one time he was going to his healing people, and he went to his own household. The Bible says that uh, uh, this is Jesus talking now, or I think. It, when I was talking, he said, couldn't do me any work, sir. Why? Because of their unbelief, because of their own household? Yeah. Or they thought, he said, well, look at, look at there. And we know his brothers and sisters. He ain't nobody. You know, sometimes we can look at each other and say, well, I'm as good as they are. See, God ain't going to be judging you what they are. He's going to judge you what you do. If the Holy Spirit's inside of you. Don't you worry about it. If somebody wants to get up and shout, don't worry about somebody else. Somebody wants to run, don't run. But if somebody wants to do this, don't worry about them because you're going to answer the Almighty upstairs. Amen. And, some, and that's why so many miracles are not done today because we quench the Spirit. We don't do it. That's the reason why so many people are going to hell today because if the, church is, if the church is afraid to let go, and then also and these lost people, uh, would you want to go to a place that looks like you're dead before you even get there? I'm telling you right now, I mean, I would want to. I mean, I go in a place, I don't want to be excited. Don't you want to be excited? You know, Brother Ricky, I, I can tell, I can see it all over his face sometimes. He likes to see a church coming this excited. I mean, you come in and have you say, well, I ain't going to be excited about it. Well, you need to get saved then. I'm telling you right now, if you ain't been saved, you, you need to get saved. Because you get excited. I, I can remember the times where I was when I wasn't. What I am right now, you need to get saved because God loves you this morning. More than anything, he wants to save you. If you're here and you're backslidden so far that you ain't felt the Spirit in forever, man, you need to get up and you need to talk to the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, I need help. Would you please help me with the Word of God? Help me to live right. Help me get this flesh out of here. And I tell you what, He's God. He'll help you. And then when you, then when you get help, you're helping other people. Do you know that when the Spirit starts rolling over and rolling through, all back like it was Sunday before last? We can have a whole lot more of that. And then some of these young people, they don't, some of these young people don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you what, some of them do. Some of them don't know nothing. I'm telling you, they ain't seen it yet. But I'm telling you, there's coming a time when they will see it. I'm you, it's, going to, it's going to come, and it's going to come in a strong way. And it might be too late for a lot of them, but it is going to come. I tell you, they've not seen it yet. But I tell you, he is good. He's more powerful. I love him more than anything. So if you're here today, and God deal with your heart, brother, get a song ready. Piano player, come. If you're here today, and you're lost, Man, I wouldn't wake nobody else. I, I mean, I'd, I'd run this altar. You say, well, I don't want to come to the altar. Well, I'll tell you what you do then, honey. You just uh, pray right where you're at. You don't have to come up here. It's an awful good place to be, though. I'll tell you right now. Awful good place to be. But what I want you to know today is that you need to get saved before it's too late. God is here this morning. He gave me this message on this, especially on the blasphemy. He's here this morning. He said, don't turn me away. God said, don't turn me away this morning. He said, I want you to come this morning.